This podcast is sponsored by Skylight Calendar. Let's be real. Running a household can be exhausting and chaotic. And finding the perfect Mother's Day gift, it's not exactly a no-brainer. Until now. The Skylight Calendar is the best way to organize the family and give everyone, especially mom, some peace of mind to enjoy the things that matter most. The Skylight Calendar is a smart, touchscreen calendar that keeps track of and manages the chores, dinner planning, groceries, and to-dos for the whole family. The Skylight Calendar automatically syncs each family member's digital calendars and displays them all together on one color-coded touchscreen. It even doubles as a digital picture frame, so you can finally share all those special moments that are just sitting on your phone. As a limited time offer for our listeners, get 15% off your purchase of a Skylight calendar when you go to skylightcal.com slash easy. That's S-K-Y-L-I-G-H-T-C-A-L dot com slash easy. Get 15% off your Mother's Day purchase now at skylightcal.com slash easy. This is Are You Kidding Podcast. I can listen with my kids. Come on, kids. With brothers Sebastian and Brandon Martinez, who are kids helping kids. Thanks for joining us. Today we are interviewing radio and TV host, stand-up comedian, book author, musician, and winner of last year's Dancing with the Stars, Mr. Bobby Bones. Hi. Hey, Bobby. What's up? Thanks for talking to me. Uh, Thanks for joining our podcast. Thanks for joining. Thank you very much. What do you want to talk about? Um, well, we just have some questions, some, I don't know, some things to talk about, you know? (laughs) Let me ask you guys a question. How'd you? So, what's this podcast about? Like a new guy like me that's gonna be listening for the first time. If I'm listening to some old episodes, what am I gonna hear? Well, we have our new podcast on iHeart Latino, and we are gonna be talking about our new sock, which is benefiting for Stand Up to Cancer. And Stand Up to Cancer is an organization that our sock we're gonna give back to the foundation so we could help find a cure for cancer. Look at you guys yeah, we're not, making a difference. We're not going to just talk about like our sock. We're also going to we also interview cancer survivors, um, some celebrities like you, uh, you know, try to help us, you know, help you also, and wow. talk about the our campaign for stand up to cancer, and how we can h- inspire other people to do the same. Well, first of all, congratulations. Second thank, of all, thank you. You're working with Enrique, who's like the best of the best. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then you're doing something that's awesome, and I, I need the help. So you guys are right on with that. I need the help. So however you can help me, let's do this. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Um, well, we, are we, me and my brother designed socks for charity, and we also have our own line of socks. We started about five to six years ago when my mom asked if I wanted to design my own sock company because I had a passion for cool, funky, and crazy socks. And I said yes, of course. And I got to the dining room table and Got my paper, crayons, markers, and everything like that, and started designing socks. And then one year later, we manufactured all our socks in a manufacturing company, and that's how we got started for our business. Well, that sounds pretty awesome. It sounds like you got a, a lot of get-up in you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. So now let's talk about you, because you have so many amazing accomplishments. Besides <laughs> being an amazing on-air radio host in Nashville for La Big 98, you've also won Dancing with the Stars last year, which is, I want, I want to ask you a question. How hard was it, the competition? It was the hardest thing I've ever done, I'll be honest with you. I, you know, I, I do this radio show every morning all over the country, and I, I, you know, I tour and do music and write books, but I'm telling you, dancing on a TV live in front of millions of people was the hardest thing I've ever done. Well, we saw you dance on TV with our grandma because she loves that show. So we went to her house and we saw you dance. And you have some good moves. Well, I'm sorry you had to see that, boys. I'll be honest with you. But thank you very much. I, I, 
What? Did you just say sorry? What do you mean? That was an outstanding performance. Ah, uh, thank you. I had, you know, I was the lowest score getter, basically. I was actually the lowest score getter that won in the history of the show. So I, I you know, I'm joking a little bit because I wasn't the best. But, you know, like you guys, I just had the people behind me. And uh, that's why I ended up winning that show. Not because of my sweet dance moves, though. <laughs> Got to get the audience first. Yeah. Um, you were also an American Idol mentor. So that means you were, like, I don't really get how the show works. So if you can explain, like, how, like, being a mentor. Sure. So on that show, they bring on a lot of people that, you know, want to make it in singing. And so uh, more than just singing, it's uh, talking to the camera, stage presence. It's picking songs. So they brought me in to do all of that because I have a, a pretty wide background of being a musician, being a comedian, obviously being on the radio and doing television. They wanted someone that could come in and, and work with them on all those little things. And also life advice too. You know, I come from a, um, you know, not the easiest of upbringing and a lot of them have stories similar to mine. And so I was like part-time therapist, part-time musical mentor. And by the end of the show, you know, I'd worked with all of them. Well, speaking of mentors, you were a mentor on American Idol. Have you ever had a mentor in life or throughout I mean, your career? I, I think I had people early in my life. I grew up without a dad and, you know, without really a mom, too, for most of my life. So there were people in my life that kind of stepped in to help. Uh, My youth director at church was a big deal to me because he, you know, would make sure that I got to church. And at times, you know, a lot of us would go and, you know, stay kind of in their guest house and we would have dinner. And that that was a big deal, too, because it was even food, you know, wasn't always around when I was a kid. Uh, my high school football coach was a big part of my life and, and as a mentor, not so much because I didn't become a professional football player, but he really instilled a lot of discipline in me today. And a lot of my, my mindset is because of a lot of things that he taught me. So I would say they were mentors in, in that part of my life. And they also brought you to where you are today. Uh, and speaking of today, you know, you're always on radio and TV. And what do you like better, like being on the radio? Oh, radio. Radio? radio for sure. Yeah, because you get to, you know, talk to people in, in longer form and actually share details about your life that hopefully they're relating to or laughing at one of the two. I feel like you can make a, a bigger difference in radio. It's much more immediate. Like I can go on the radio and share whatever. When I do TV, you have to wait for lights. And it takes – like I, we had fam- we did Family Feud last night on ABC, but we taped that in February. It took that long to get on. So, February? you know, I'm – yeah, exactly. So I, I'm a much, much bigger fan of, of radio. Yeah, I also feel like radio is better because you get to actually express yourself. While, like, on TV, it's sort of, like, scripted. Yeah, where you have more more space to stretch out. You can talk about things. You can, you know, um, little idiosyncrasies come through on radio more so than the television because you have more time to show them. So for me, I, I'm a big, big believer in radio and podcasting. And in TV, you were on Family Feud. I love Family Feud. I always watch it with my grandma all the time when she comes to our house. I actually met Steve Harvey, which what? is on Family Feud. We went. We actually went to Atlanta for the camp. Um, it's it's like a mentor camp for the Steve Harvey camp. Yeah. With, it's boys who don't have a dad or their dad's not around them as much. And we presented... We. We presented next to Steve Harvey. I'm sorry, wow. and we actually got to meet him and take pictures. It was, was pretty. Was cool. he nice? Yeah, yeah. funny that's too. That's cool. Pretty, yeah, he was. He was yeah. really nice and funny to me too. Yeah, I, I, that was awesome. I thought it was cool too to get to meet Steve Harvey. So that's pretty cool. Okay, and also you are a two-time New York Times best-selling author. So your books, like, how do you come up with your books? Well, my first book was just really the story of my life, and. You know, like I said, I, I felt when I was writing my, my first book that 
really no one would understand what I had gone through as a kid, you know, growing up. And, um, you know, my mom was, had some issues and my dad left when I was, you know, six years old. And it really was the struggle that I was writing about. And again, I thought, well, no one will really understand this, so no one's going to care. But what I found was that a lot of us are going through struggles that really people aren't sharing. And so it's, it feels like we're alone when really we're not. And so for me, that's what I got most out of my book. It really wasn't even my story. It was other people's stories who would come to me and say, hey, I understand where you're coming from. So that was the first book. And the second book was more of, you know, my theory on how to be successful, which is you don't have to be that talented. You don't have to be um, gifted in a way other than just show up on time every day and prove your worth that way. Um, So, you know, like you guys, you know, we don't come from from a lot of privilege. And I think that second book was, you know, how do you make it while not being given a lot? And so uh, books are a bit different, but both coming from my, my nutty brain. I feel like those two books tie together because it shows like your life in the first one. And the second one is like, like how, like what you change in your life to become successful. I think so. And I don't even know what successful means anymore. You know, to me, I think success now is being able to do a job you love and pay the bills. I mean, that I used to think success was if I could just get on TV or have more cities listen to my radio show or get, I mean, boys, I can't even get a girlfriend at this point because I've been working so much. <laughs> and I, so, uh, you know, whatever success is, and I think I talk about it in my last book, I think success is being content with the goals that you set. It doesn't have to be about fancy cars. It can just be about, you know, being around the people that you love. Well, we're actually made a new sock for Stand Up to Cancer. And... What the sock is, a pop, uh, a girl named Poppy actually designed a sock. She has been impacted by cancer, and she designed a sock. As, has you, have you seen a sock yet? Uh, that specific one? No. Are you going to send me one, or I gotta, can I look at it? Well, you can go on www.areyoukiddingsocks.com and check them out for yourself. And say we'll that again? Say, say the address again? Um, www.areyoukiddingsocks.com. Got it. I'm going to check it out right now. And we'll send you... The Stand Up to Cancer socks. And the Stand Up to Cancer sock, Poppy made it. And you probably think that it's just a bunch of arrows and waves. Well, actually, there's more meaning into it. The waves, because she loved the beach, and that made her put her mind off of cancer. And the arrows actually represent her family. There's eight arrows in a big arrow. And all the arrows represent all her family members. And the big arrow is Poppy. And the family members mean, like, they're helping her take her mind off of cancer as well. Oh, man, I'm looking at it now. These are awesome. And the person who made it, of course, is Poppy. And she was actually impacted by standing up to cancer because they helped her with the research and get her minds off the cancer. So they actually helped her. And Poppy, she is actually really good at drawing. And that's why she came with our socks, and it's just a beautiful design. I'm looking at it right now. I love it. And not I, and only is she, like, the designer, but she's also a cancer survivor. And look at you guys. You guys are like little models up here, huh? <laughs> well, you yeah. can't really see us, but we're, I guess we're, like, talking models? No, I'm looking at the pictures. What do you mean? Oh, the models on the... Oh, yeah. <laughs> well... Yeah, look at you guys. Well, thank you. Thank Maybe you want to buy all the socks. Tell them the positions, you guys. Your positions are... Oh, yeah. Well... I am actually the boss of these two, my mom and my brother. I am what? the CEO of what? the company. And I'm no the way. DOS, which I made myself, director of sales. <laughs> you know, I like d- director of sales, you know the title, 
But, you know, it's not fair that Sasha gets CEO and I get director of sales. You know, I need a DOS. Yeah, and, yeah. I'm, you sh- go ahead. My mom's position is Uber driver and cheese, grilled cheese, grilled cheese maker. And pancakes. That's, and pancakes. That's why I need to hire a grilled cheese maker and pancake maker. How much are you paying her? Uh, I mean, no. she's paying us. Oh, I got it. I got it. Dang, that's a good job, though, huh? We pay her in hugs. Yes. Well, that's terrible. You got she, she can't pay the rent on hugs. You guys need to <laughs> break her off a little something there. All right, fine. A piece of chocolate. All right, all right. Whatever works. And as we know, you're a very, very funny comedian. And I, I also love telling jokes. I want to know if you could share a kid-friendly joke with our listeners because some are kids and they need to be clean. No, no, you got it. I only do clean jokes. In my comedy, I don't say any bad words. So you are in, you are in luck, my friends. Um, I'll give you the, uh, the, the corniest, funniest, makes me chuckle every time one-liner joke. You ready? Yeah. Okay, here's the question. What's a pirate's favorite movie? What? He doesn't have a favorite as long as it's rated R. <laughs> Thank I, you. Thank I you. also, uh, can I tell you a joke? Absolutely. It's a kid friendly. Let her rip. So you're American when you go in the bathroom and American when you go out of the bathroom. What are you in the bathroom? What are you? European. Uh, is that kid friendly though? <laughs> Come on. You're pushing it here. You're pushing it. You got to put one of those warnings up in front of that joke. Censored. <laughs> May not be suitable for people under three. Come on, kids. Uh, well, as you know, we sell a lot of socks for those affected by cancer. Uh, have you been affected by cancer or somebody close to you that has have been affected, affected by cancer? Yeah, my grandfather, um, he passed away from cancer even before I was born. Um, my best friend and co-host, Amy's mom, passed away from cancer uh, just a few years ago. And, you know, we also have uh, a clothing line where we've been able to raise millions of dollars for for different cancer charities. And I, I work with St. Jude Children's Hospital a, a whole lot. And that's who we played for on Family Feud last night. So I really uh, respect what you guys are doing. And, you know, I'm trying to make my little dent in the world the same way. So congratulations to you guys for continuing to push and make a difference. Thank you. Thank you. Did you win in Family Feud? Nope. Oh. <laughs> well, we... We lost. We just lost. You're bringing up a sore subject, boys. <laughs> Although, all, we didn't get as much money to donate, but I'm going to have to break them off a little bit out of my personal account now because I feel guilty. Well, we also love all of your charitable efforts, which have helped raise millions of dollars for needy children, also shelter animals, hospital patients, and victims of natural disasters. Oh, look at you guys did your re- your your preparation here. Like, look at you guys. You can and, take take my job, take Enrique's job soon enough. And, and speaking we, of victims of natural disasters, I remember after Hurricane Irma, we got two thousand pairs of socks, right? And we went to a shelter and gave every single person there a pair of socks. Wow. They're really? They're comfy. And we are excited to be able to say that we have helped sell over 60,000 pairs of socks that has raised money for cancer organizations. You Tell guys us- have sold 60,000 pairs of socks? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we- Holy crap. That's awesome. <laughs> Whoa, we had to censor that yeah, out. Censor. Oh, come on. You do a, P- a European joke and I can't say crap. Okay, okay, fine, fine. We'll right. censor both of them. All right. Well, we want to. Can you tell us how your charity work has helped kids with cancer? Yeah. So, you know, uh, the charity that's probably nearest and dearest to my heart is working with uh, St. Jude Children's Hospital. And it, to me, it came about because. When I was a kid, I was in the hospital for a long time, and we couldn't afford the medical bills. 
And so at St. Jude, if you go in and you have one of the cancers that they study, which are, are most of them, um, when you get accepted, nobody pays a bill. Uh, there's no hospital bills. There's no food bills. There's no travel bills. They take care of it all. And so for me, it was to actually understand what it's like to be someone who can't afford medical care. And if it wasn't for the church or people that had stepped in to help me pay mine, I wouldn't have been able to pay my medical care. And so I got involved with St. Jude because of that. And you go into the hospital. We, we've been there to play music. We do a, a, a big live concert, and then we raise money for them a few times during the year. And so uh, for me, it's not only raising money to help find a cure, but it's also spreading awareness so other people may can learn and donate as well, much like what you guys are doing now. Well, you know how we are talking about St. Jude and, like, how, like, everybody should, like, you know, help. I feel like we, like us, you know, we could come together and make a St. Jude sock. I love yes. that. Let me know when you get that going. Mm-hmm. Yes. And as you know, me, we both donate back to organizations. And we want to know, on your opinion, if, what do you think about our Kids Helping Kids initiative? I think it's fantastic because, you know, whenever kids are going, man, I wish I knew how to help. You know who talks to them best are other kids. And you guys actually know what you're talking about. And so me, if I were a kid, and you know, I just was a few hundred years ago, um, I would <laughs> want to hear from another kid who understands what I'm going through. So I really think it's fantastic what you're doing. It's like we are sort of like mentors to the kids. Yeah, and, look at you guys. Yeah, and you're also a mentor and American Idol. And as a mentor, what advice would you give us on how to continue to educate kids like us to give back? Uh, my advice would be to keep at it even if you feel like nobody's listening. Because, one, you never know who's reading or who's listening ever. People could be on your website and you not even know. Um, and, two, there are going to be times where you're, you start to be a little disenfranchised or a little frustrated. You're going, man, we're not really making as much a difference as I would hope. But, you know, with me, that's been kind of the points when I've, I've done my best work because I've been able to kind of regroup and go, okay, how can I be more effective at this? And so sometimes the step backs are often... Uh, overall better for for learning and for accomplishing more. So I would just, uh, you know, encourage you guys to keep at it, even when it seems like you're not making a, a humongous difference, if it ever feels like that, like you really are, and, and to continue just, just learning and, and smiling and spreading the message. Well, as, as you know, the country world line dancing, we want to know if you could gather a lot of people dancing in their stand-up to cancer, but they're line dancing in their stand-up to cancer socks. That'd be cool. Let, let me talk to some friends and see what we can do. And also, they could be listening to, you know, you know what they should be listening to for the song? Mm, hold on. Don't, let, me, let me see. Either the Get Up Challenge or Old Town Road. Old Folks Home. Oh, <laughs> got me. My mom showed us it yeah. the other day. Um, very cool. Thanks. There's a video up today, too. Yeah, Our Old Folks Home video. Oh, for is real? Up. Yeah, just search it on YouTube. Raging Idiots, Old Folks Home. I'm going to have to search that up later. Search I, it out. I have a question. I'm ready. Um, why is, why is it called Raging Idiots? Because they're Raging Be- Idiots. Because <laughs> we're, we're, we're dumb. Yeah, we're dumb. And I started it when I was about 15 years old. And much like my name, Bobby Bones, which is my real name. My real name is Bobby, but my last name's not really Bones. Um, it just got stuck to me. And so I couldn't get rid of it. So here I am, Bobby Bones and the Raging Idiots. <laughs> Thank you. You got a single clap. That's what it sounds like at our shows. <laughs> Give Bobby a big round of applause. Yay. Is that better? That's amazing. Um, do you have any questions for us? Oh yeah. What started you guys? Like when was the when was the first day you woke up and went, All right, I feel like I need to do a sock. Like what was that first day like? Well, that first day was like 
well, we also have to think, what do people like? And when we woke up, we were like, what do people want to see? And what's the new trend? And that's when we started designing socks and we started negotiating, me and my brother, for what to design. Yeah. And that's kind of the process. What about, what's the ultimate goal here? Like, what, what are you guys shooting for? Um, apparel. Apparel, yeah. We want to open, you know, we, we want to make some shirts, shorts, hats, more sh- um, more socks, and shoes also. Because, you know, socks and shoes are like peanut butter and jelly. They go together. There and, you go. I love that. And we also want to be like Dwayne Wade because we love basketball. Three years, th- three years, three weeks ago, I actually went to Kansas. And then the next week, I went to Orlando for a basketball tournament. And I was very sore after I woke up from both of those weeks. And Dwayne Wade, as you know, he was in the NBA. He just retired this year. And he also has a sock and shoe company. And that's what we want to be like. He's a role model. Oh, that's pretty cool. He's a good good guy to model yourself mm-hmm. model yourself after. And also another goal we have is to get you wearing our socks. Well, sit, let me get them. I'll wear them. <laughs> I'll buy some from you. All right. We just All need to right. uh, ship them to you. All right. We, I, I'll, uh, I'll hit you up afterward. All right. All right. Well, I, I think that's a wrap. Well, we want to thank you for being here. And You're bored of Bobby already? Oh, no. No. Okay. Oh, we're oh, we have more. You sound, you sound oh, like all more. the girls I've dated, boys. I'm going to be honest <laughs> with you. <laughs> you can take them. Well, we want to thank you for being here and taking the time out of your day to speak of us and come and join our podcast. And just thank you for being here. Thank you. No, it's been a pleasure. I love what you guys are doing. I love that you're doing it so young. I love that you're setting examples for other kids. And I love that you're raising money for something that really needs not only money but attention and so I salute both of you, the CEO and the DOS and the UBER driver that makes grilled cheeses as well. So all of you guys. And we also want to ask just one last thing. If we could FaceTime you and take a selfie. Yes. Yep, you got it. Hit me up. All right. <laughs> well, Bobby, thanks. I'm going to FaceTime you now, Bobby. Okay, I'm, gonna, I'm waiting for it right now, boys. We're going to do it live, though. Okay, perfect. And if you want to go see the picture, go to AYK Socks on Instagram to check out the picture. Yeah. Okay, here. It's all yours. Hi. What? What up? What up? <laughs> what up? All right, you guys got me? Yeah. All right, here we go. I'm smiling. I, but now put him here. Yeah, like in that. The picture. Whatever you guys do, you do guys not edit here. this out of the podcast, though. This is stuff people <laughs> like to hear. It's going to stay. It's good. Yes, you have to. Here you go. Three, two, stay cheese. All right. Don't move. I'm going to take one of my phone. Hold on, boys. Get back up there. I want to post it on my answer story. You ready? Here we go. One, two. Got it. Thank you so much, Bobby. You might have not saw me, Bobby, but uh, I put on bunny ears on you. I, I, there's no way I could have seen you, I'll be honest with you. Hey, thank you guys. Thanks for having me on your show, and uh, I'm going to get some socks from you, all right? Perfect. Then we'll send them your way. You just heard Are You Kidding Podcast. You guys are the best, best, best. With brothers Sebastian and Brandon Martinez, who are kids helping kids.